JP, auto press Thanks. episode. LeBron James. Thanks, LeBron. Michael Jordan. LeBronny. I hate. I'm so mad that I just left off a little. Let led off with LeBron James. Why you don't like LeBron James? No, I don't. Do not. While we're speaking of numbers, I'm gonna change my name. By the way. Oh, what are you going by? I'm gonna go by three from now on because there is Pope John Paul one and Pope John Paul two. My name's John Paul. John so Paul John... the third. Yeah, but I'm just gonna go by three. JP, are you just gonna be JP three? JP three. I like it. Should we just jump into the U.S. Women's Open? Is that oh our start? Oh, my God. Sure. I'm not, I can't stand Hank Haney, but go ahead. So I found out, I, I learned that I'm blocked from Hank Haney on Twitter. <laughs> I think I, I think I got blocked a few years ago. I, I sent him a bunch of tweets whenever he wrote that book about Tiger. Yeah, he's a clown. And yeah, and his sister actually ended up sending me a message. Like, Who's his sister? I can't remember, but... She she sent me some weird message once, like, good luck with the golf tournament. But it was, like, really sarcastic. <laughs> That's awesome. So he's blocked me. I mean, what's he doing? He He's making a little uh, fool of himself. Now he's going after Tiger. Well, yeah. I mean, the the thing is, is that, that he tried to double down on his comments. Yeah. Acting like that was a legit prediction. Yeah, and the whole thing about his... His comments is they asked him about the U.S. Women's Open, and he had no idea what was going on and basically said, I don't know. I don't really follow it. You can just pick somebody named Lee, and there's six of them. And then Jay Lee six wins, and he's like, told y'all. See, I was right. I'm the greatest predictor ever. I mean, just take your L and move on. Yeah. And then— I was actually kind of glad that that stuff came up because I tuned in on Sunday to watch it. It was pretty entertaining golf. I didn't. I did not see much of it, but it was was a neat golf course. Have you played there? It's in Charleston. No, I've never played there. I saw they were talking about redaying greens, and all I could think about was Kevin Brown telling us about (laughs) golf course architecture. Yeah, but I mean, it was entertaining, and that that girl was pretty good. J six. I. I kept thinking there was a typo on the screen because it said it said Lee, and I'm I'm trying to look at it. I'm like, man, I'm, am I losing my vision? Is that league like L E G? How many drinks have I had? There's a six at the but end it, of this name. Yeah, like, did, is that supposed to be a G? Like, but then Jay Marie Green was below her, and she wasn't a, a six, so. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. The I, the first I did see it on uh, on Sunday, and I googled J Lee six to try to figure. out. I'm like, what what is going on with that? And mm-hmm. um, basically, for people who haven't looked it up, her name is I'm going to butcher the pronunciation just like you usually do, but it's like Jiang Lee. And there were six of them on the Koreans tour, or Korean tour, and she was the sixth and youngest. So they just put a one through six by their name. Yeah, and she's embraced it. I mean, she writes six on her golf ball. He, she prefers to be called six. I mean, so. you might as well. How about they got a million dollar first place prize for that? Really? 
Yeah. That's great. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Was I mean, it was it pretty top heavy or was it or did it kind of filter down? I didn't see the rest of the the um purse. I think it was pretty top heavy though. It's still a million dollars. Yeah, a million dollar first place prize. I was talking to somebody this week and it's pretty amazing that golf is like really the only sport that has a solid professional league going, you know? You talking about for I mean, women? Yeah, for women. I mean, the WNBA is kind of a clown show. There's no – our women's national team's awesome for soccer, and they make good endorsements, but there's no good league for that. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the closest thing would be tennis. Yeah, tennis is great. Ten- tennis is really good. But yeah, yeah, you're right. I think one of the one of the Williams sisters has made more money in her career on the, on the tennis court only than Phil Mickelson's made on the golf course. Yeah, it's got to be Serena. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting stat, though. Yeah, that's hard to believe, but... Um, but talking, talking about predictions, and you had a... Uh, oh. You had a winner. You had a winner this week. So oh, my goodness. This is, it was like a like a black cloud lifted from our podcast. We've been doing this since January, and one of us <laughs> finally picked a winner. <laughs> well, it doesn't help that I pick the same person every week. Yeah, when you pick Dom and Tiger... And then for some reason you don't pick Tiger at the Masters. I had been on Rory early. Yeah. He was like, Tiger was like a second pick, but that didn't count. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. But you were, you were all about Rory. Yeah, early. Early and often. Yeah, you couldn't back off then. I get it. But you you had Cantley going, man, and he did well. Yeah, he he I, uh, just dominated on Sunday. I mean, I think he shot eight under. I forgot he had taken like three and a half years off from professional golf. Well, you remember there was that story about him where I think it was his childhood best friend that was caddying for him um, walked into a crosswalk and like got hit and killed by a car. Right in front of him. He, He was holding him. Yeah. I mean, just awful. And then he also had back injuries, too. Yeah, so I, I remembered the stuff about his friend. Actually, Alan Schutze called called me the other day, and uh, he had read a bunch about Cantley, and he sent me an article that I read about, and it was it was a uh, good recap to catch back up on his career. I mean, it's sustained it's sixty as an amateur. He finished top ten in the Canadian Open as an amateur one year. I mean, he won the. Didn't he win the USAM? Yeah, uh, no, he lost to Peter Uline in the semis. Okay. But he was, sorry, he was the number one ragged amateur there for about yep. a year. Mm-hmm. And he was very highly uh, heralded coming out of college and everything. And then he had the back injury, the thing with his, his friend, and it just kind of fell apart there for a little while. But obviously he has a lot of game. Playing limited golf, he, he came back kind of in 2017, played 13 events, and made the Tour Championship. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Not bad. Um, I want, I want to go back to uh, is your your boy Hank Haney. Okay. When, when he made it, because this came out today, then he made the comments. And somebody posted it that he put it he put it in his notes on his 
on his uh, on Twitter and added Tiger Woods, but it was in his notes. So he he took posted in his notes, screenshotted it, but had to at Tiger Woods like he was like he was mentioning Tiger, but he wasn't. And made that comment about him saying, you know, you're a you're a moral voice on on women and you should be the one you know you know making comments on them I mean, it, it, and that goes back to tiger saying i guess somebody asked tiger about hank haney's comments at the memorial and basically he said well he got what he deserved tiger said nothing about said nothing about women, women or anything the women's he was, open yeah and, and he was just saying well you know he got what he deserved and then hank haney's going back at tiger and and trying to say that that tigers like tiger didn't say anything about that you don't go at tiger i mean he's he's gone at him enough but this could be a move that gets hank haney blackballed it should i mean his show on um on serious i think it's serious i mean it's a just a total clown show like you can't even yeah. listen to it i've tried I tried to read some of his book and I had to stop. There was, there was a point where he was getting real petty about Tiger. Tiger got up when he was playing video games and got a popsicle, but didn't offer to give Hank Haney a popsicle. And Hank Haney was like, Hey Tiger, you think I can get one of those popsicles? And, and Tiger was like, uh, yeah, sure. Go, go get one. But he's being real petty that Tiger didn't bring him a popsicle. <laughs> that's I, in his book. That's in the book. That's when I stopped reading it. Yeah, that's probably a pretty good place to stop. Yeah, it was it. I bought it though. I mean, I I, I purchased Tank Haney's book. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. I'm sorry you did that. Yeah, me too. That, that I think that's about the time when I got banned from Twitter from him. But luckily, we've got an auto press Twitter, so I can still go back and see other people that have blocked me, like him and John Daly and Bags One Two Two One or whatever. Yeah. Well, we we found out that we're both blocked from John Daly. Mm-hmm. But we can at see it from he, the auto press. At least you know what you did. Well, it was something about giving John Daly hell because when Brendan was playing well and he wasn't getting in events, but John Daly was getting sponsor invites and he'd play like nine holes and withdraw. I went at John Daly. Yeah. He didn't like that. No. I was trying to do some research on the Canadian Open. He finished like 10th in 2011. You're talking about Brendan? No, or John, John Daly. Daly. Yeah. <laughs> John Daly did. Yeah. Oh, no. Pretty crazy. Well, I hope he didn't get a sponsor invite this week. No, he didn't. But BT is in. How about that? Yeah, he's in on his number because of the... Uh, because of that past champions category, and he's made some money this year. So he's moved up on that, uh, in that category. Yeah, absolutely. He's got to be where, pretty high in it. Where's he at in the FedEx Cup? Uh, one eighty something. So he's got to make a couple more cuts to get to the Web playoffs, right? Yeah. Well, he already told you what he was going to do. Yeah, I mean, he predicted that like a week before the Open qualifier, and part one's come true. He didn't, he didn't put into effect the Canadian Open during that run, though. Yeah, I don't, that wasn't that wasn't mentioned, so it's hard to say what's going to happen. 
that wasn't part of the plan. Not to say he's going to look past this week. I, I think that this is a good run-up for him, though, to play back-to-back weeks at Nintendo Major. Has, did he ever reply to you about asking when you asked about caddying? No. I talked to him a little bit last week, though. I was having moral dilemmas about the 430 impact. And I don't know if you've talked to him, but I had, I had a meltdown and just started texting him. It was like a <laughs> SOS message. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, just for everybody that doesn't know, we're down here at the beach with the family this week. And um, Rachel told me that one night at 930, Brendan was laying in bed and was texting somebody. And Rachel, Rachel said, who are you texting? And he's like, JP's texting me about my sw- about his swing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's true. Yeah. I wasn't gonna br- I wasn't gonna bring it up, but since you did, well, I got no shame. <laughs> well, then on, a- then on Twitter you reached out to you you sent a message to to yeah, Bradley Hughes I- and Brendan and and David Denham. Yeah, I know. I'm having. I've been having some issues, but I started working through it, working through the drills like uh, like Hughes told me to. I played pretty good today, but over the weekend I shot 78-78 in the tournament. Just wasn't doing it. Just weren't feeling it. No. Or you I get really dis- I get really discouraged when I play with somebody that's like like I put a dom ninety holes last week, and like it's the same thing when I saw denim hit balls. You know, it's just things that I know that I can't do. So I, I get discouraged really easily with that and get off my own track and my own game. Dude, you just got to play your game. I know, I know. I, I'll be all right. Swing your swing. I can't believe that he was texting me back. I didn't know he was just laying in bed. I figured he was just <laughs> up watching TV or something. <laughs> no, he's laying in bed. Oh, man, so Rachel was teasing on me. You were, you were holding this back. You're not going to bring it up because you felt bad for me or something. Yeah, I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to bring it up, but then when you... Why? That's that's great ammo. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> well, just want to make sure... don't want to throw you under the bus that you're texting people at 9.30 about your golf swing. <laughs> Probably after a few drinks at Thursdays or the Pittsford pub. I don't know why I would think that Brendan Todd would care about my golf swing either. He obviously uh, did enough to to text you back he, about it. He got back to me. He's a good guy. So what did you find out in your research about the Canadian Open? Man, it, there's a bunch of interesting stuff here. So first off, we've interviewed a uh, former Canadian Open winner without even really knowing it. But Tommy Aaron won the Canadian Open in 1969 over Sam Snead in a playoff. I was racking my brain there. I was like, Patton hadn't won it. Brendan hadn't won it. No. Spencer Ralston hasn't won it. <laughs> Peter Kessler did not win it. <laughs> Although he probably could if he played. Yeah. So he beat Sam Seed <laughs> in the playoff. How about that? One of his, what did he win? Three times on tour? Yeah. I mean, it was the, uh, it was the site of Arnold Palmer's first PGA Tour win. Um, I want to bounced around quite a bit amongst a lot of courses through Canada. This year it's at Hamilton. It's only a couple hours away from me. My passport's out of date, though. I was about to say, are you going? No, I, I would. I mean, Claxto's playing, Dom's playing, B Todd's playing. Do you have to have a passport to get into Canada? From yeah, they made a new rule a few years ago. It used to be you could have some special New York. Like, actually, I'm a Georgia resident now. That wouldn't even help either. So when I played uh, in the uh, 
a little side story. When I played in the Porter Cup, we would go over there because the casino was better. And oh yeah, and when you amongst other places, yes, but they didn't. But yeah, they didn't check your passport at all. No, it was it was after that. Um, I'm trying to think when it probably started. It, oh, it must have been. You were probably doing that in what, like oh three or four? Like, yeah, probably four or five. Yeah, because I could drive across the border when I was 16, 17, 18 without a passport, and then they changed it one year. And so. now, so so you live what an hour and a half from the Canadian border, and you don't have a passport. Right. Right. That makes sense. I live in Georgia, though. So. That's that's true. So it doesn't really matter. I mean, I probably need a passport to go to like Alabama, but um, <laughs> I'm okay for the most part. I'm not doing a lot of international travel. But uh, I actually went in 2012 to the Canadian Open the last time that it was held at this Hamilton Golf and Country Club. Mm-hmm. And I remember the course pretty well. I mean, it was a uh, classic golf course, just ball striker, you know, just set up really well, almost kind of like a, not, not a, I don't want to say a major, but had a really good feel to it. I mean, most of these courses on tour do now, but um, type of place where a ball striker is going to do really well. I mean, I think Scott Piercy won it that year. Well, I know he did because I looked at it. Because <laughs> you uh, looked it up. I was watching Claxto that year. I didn't even know who B. Todd was, but they both finished 19th. So there's some good momentum there to feed back on from Brendan. I actually, uh, again, I texted Brendan to see how the course is doing, and he <laughs> said it was lush and playing pier. I was like, yeah, I was up there in 2012. I was like, you did pretty well that year. And he goes, yeah, I finished 30th. It's like, uh, 19th. <laughs> <laughs> so you're setting but, straight on it. Yeah, I set him straight on that. But uh, Furyk won at this golf course way back in the day. I mean, 2006. They, they've they only played there a few times. Um, so it's not somewhere that a lot of people are going to have memories to go back on, you know? Who'd you say won in 2012? Scott Piercy. Scott Piercy and Furyk. Yeah, I don't know if Piercy. Yeah, Scott Piercy is in the field. So, you, But, so, but yeah, you got some ball strikers. Yeah, you got Paul Strickers. I mean, like, Will McGirt finished second in 2012. Dirt um, McGirt. Dirt McGirt. But not necessarily people that, that bomb it. No, not bombers. It's a short golf course. It's I think it's under 7,000 yards, unless they've made changes. Yeah. But uh, it plays longer. You don't want to hit it in the rough. I mean, they treat it. It's, it's their national open. It's... Yeah, it's, it's a big third, deal. I think it's the third oldest tournament on the PGA Tour. It's I, like I the, was going to say, I was thinking possibly even the oldest tournament. but I think it goes British Open, U.S. Oh, Open. of course, the British Can, Open. U.S. Open and then Canadian Open. And the, I remember it used to be a big deal. I mean, Tiger played it. You know, it's crazy. There's only three people that have won the Canadian Open. No, two people. The Canadian Open, British Open, and U.S. Open. It's Tiger and Lee Trevino. Really? Yeah. That's a pretty impressive yeah. list. I guess Jack must not have ever played it. <laughs> yeah. Probably not if he didn't win it. And Ken Green won it? Yeah. The looking ca- back through. Yeah, the Canadian Open was the site of, of uh, 
that shot Tiger hit in the he was in that fairway bunker over on the right and hit like a six iron from two hundred and some yards to that par five green. Uh, is that where they're playing? No, I don't think that's where no, they're playing. That, that's that's that Glen Abbey. That was at Glen Abbey. That was to beat like uh, that Australian guy. Um, Allenby. No. Bradley Hughes. Nope. <laughs> he doesn't play anymore. He might be trying to play in the Champions Tour. Can't remember the guy's name. Did you see him last week? No, he wasn't there. Grant Waite. That's right. Yeah. Golly, good pull. I remember him talking about it one time. I'm watching Tiger's Greatest Round right now from 2000 PGA or 2000 US Open. Oh, speaking of that, actually, I'll get on get into that after we finish the Canadian Open. Well, I don't have one. I don't have a whole lot more on the Canadian Open unless you do. No, I don't have a ton. Duffner pulled out this week or today. He made the US Open yesterday. Yeah, so he pulled out. There's a lot of big names playing though. I mean, you got Kepka, you got uh, DJ. DJ, um, you got you got all the RBC guys like your buddy Matt Kuchar. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Oh yet. my God, can we get into that? Sure. Total, so have, just total asinine move by Kuchar. We we don't see eye to eye. No, no, we don't. <laughs> yeah, so here's you were... the way that I see the situation. Okay, Mark Emmelman's walking around talking about his brother and <laughs> Kucher walks up and his ball's in a pitch mark and Emelman's like yeah your ball landed 10 yards back there and rolled up here and ended up there so Kucher's just like oh okay well that's weird maybe my ball bounced and made an indentation here so then they look at the video if he had looked at the video first he would have never made those comments to try and fight for himself because that ball bounced backwards and then ended up in his own pitch mark. I promise you. I don't think you could say with 100% certainty that's his own pitch mark. There's not another pitch mark around. We, we don't know. We weren't there. You can see it on the camera. They, they deleted the video. That's a that's a clown move. Anyway. Steinberg. Steinberg probably called up. Put some pressure on him. Look, here's my thing with, with that whole deal that went on for at least seven minutes because the video on PGA Tour was over seven minutes. And if if Kuchar had been arguing that it was his own pitch mark, I think he would have won because they looked at the video, but he wasn't arguing that. He was arguing that his ball hit, bounced up and to the right, and then made a, what was he calling it? A secondary pinch, pitch mark? You know what it reminded me of? Are you, are you a Seinfeld guy? No. Sorry to say oh. I'm not. Sam Kuvion and Will Peoples are so disappointed in me. Well, then I'll appreciate this, but there was an episode where um, Kramer and Newman thought that they got spit on by uh, Mark Piazza. Mike and, Piazza. Or Mike, Mike Piazza. I'm thinking Mark McGuire. Mark, Mike Piazza. And... It ends up being that there was a second spitter, and they're doing this whole all this math and magic spit bouncing off people, and <laughs> it, was, it was a funny episode. But he's like, it made a second indentation when it bounced up five inches. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like I said, I can get it if if Kuchar's arguing. 
that that's his pitch mark and his ball ended up there. Okay, I'm fine with you arguing that. But he was arguing that his ball bounced four or five inches in the air, landed in another pitch mark, and caused a a secondary pitch mark to embed again. And but he, do you agree that he wouldn't have had to make that argument if he hadn't have had the bad information from Immelman? No, because he went over and watched the video. Not before he had that. That was after the information from Immelman. Well, he should have changed his argument. He should have. I mean, but he, th- but he called a second rules official, and that guy was having none of it. The second rules official, as soon as he said it, the guy just said no, no. He wouldn't even watch. He wouldn't even watch the video. No, he didn't need to. The, the third request was a joke. You you got to admit that. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I know he call. laughed about it, but then, so then after he hit the shot, then I think it was Faldo. It was like. If that was the case, then you would have two ball marks on every green. Right. I mean, I mean, just total nonsense. And I'm just, I'm over him. And I think a lot of people are, whether, whether he's right or wrong. Like I said, he wasn't even arguing that it was his own pitch mark. Because I think he probably would have had a valid argument. Yeah. But he was just making some stupid argument. last week. He was. I'm glad he missed the cut. Yeah. I mean, uh, not that he, not that it matters. I looked it up. He's made almost fifty million dollars on the course. I mean, he's doing okay. He doesn't care. No, he doesn't care if I pick him or hate him or what. He's number one in the FedEx Cup. He's won twice this year. He's got nine top tens. I mean. Yeah. He's okay. He, he's, he doesn't care what what half of Auto Press thinks of him. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I, I think don't. I think people are, have really turned on him now. I don't know. You haven't for some reason. No, I I think that he's just kind of fell into a couple bad situations. I mean, hold <laughs> on. So his bad situations this year have been he he paid his caddy five grand, and then um, we had this incident at the Canadian Open where he's arguing, or sorry, not the Canadian, the Memorial where he's arguing that his ball bounced four inches and made another indentation. Yeah. Um, we had the incident at the match play where he, with Sergio, where he went over and asked the rules official what he should do uh, based on his Sergio raking a putt from a foot. Instead of just saying that's good, he went over and asked the rules official so as as our friend John Wright would say, that's a character flaw. Mm. That's three times in a row that he's done things that I think a lot of people would not have done. So he's out. Three strikes. He's out for you. Yeah, he was uh, he was out after the the caddy thing in Mexico for me. You just picked him last week. He was your second pick. That doesn't mean I like him. I thought he was going to play well. <laughs> Oh, I mean, we're trying to give listeners some good picks, not who we like and who we don't like. I oh, mean, man. I got to start fixing my picks then. <laughs> well, they figured you out. I mean, one of your picks is Dom this week already. Uh, I don't know. 
No, you're not getting off the Dom train, are you? I mean, it depends how many picks he'll give me. (laughs) Well, two's what we've been doing, so just keep that in mind towards the end of the show. Two's the limit. Okay. What do you think about... What do you think about all the RBC guys? Do you think that they enjoy having to play like the Heritage <laughs> of the Canadian Open because they're sponsored by RBC? I mean, they're they're all pretty top players. Like they're having to play the Masters and the Heritage, and then they have to play the week before the U.S. Open. Do you think that they're second guessing their sponsors? Could that be a situation where your sponsor hurts you? No, I think they're mad this week because yeah. I mean, especially with the with the uh, U.S. Open being pretty much clear across the country yeah i mean that's from i guess they're flying in out of toronto probably that's probably a five-hour flight would be my guess i mean that's a long way it's not easy i'm sure they're chartered i'm sure rbc takes care of them yeah but i i I definitely think they probably don't like having to do that and they probably don't like having to play the uh the heritage some of them don't I mean that's not a, that's not far travel, but I think that's probably a pain for some of them. Yeah, well they they do a good job sticking to their uh, to their engagements there and continue to play in these things. I mean, I'm trying to think who think, all's on Team RBC. It's like Fierik is Sergio RBC. I know Snedeker is Dustin Johnson. I mean, but think about how much RBC is probably paying them. Right, Kucher is RBC, I think. Graham McDowell, maybe. Yeah, I mean, is Graham Graham McDowell? Is he still exempt to the Open? I think he is. That was like that was like 2010. Yeah, I think you're exempt for 10 years. Yeah, you get 10 years. So you got Dustin Johnson, Graham McDowell, Furyk, Kucher, Adam Hadwin, which he's Canadian, Snedeker, Mm -hmm. Nick Taylor, Canadian. Ryan Palmer, David Hearn, Canadian, Graham Dillette, Canadian, Webb Simpson. Those are all RBC people? Yeah. So, I mean, you got Webb, Snedeker, Kucher, Furick, Graham McDowell, and Dustin Johnson. All right. There you go. So Interesting field, though. Have, have you looked through it? There's, uh, there's one name that's really going to stand out. Not David Duvall. No, 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 he's not playing. You must not have looked at this field too closely. No, I've I've been at the beach. I mean, it would take, you don't, you don't even get like halfway through it and you'd see this name. Your mind's going to be blown. I mean, Rory's playing. You know, you know this person. Oh, I know who you're talking about, Joe Duraney. Joseph Duraney is playing in the Canadian Open. Well, he won the Canadian he Mid-Am. Won the, won the Canadian Mid-Amateur. Yes, Joe Duraney, for the y'all that don't listen, played it. He's from Statesboro, Georgia, played at Mississippi State. And uh, now he's the, uh, he plays a lot of mid-am golf. He was at the four ball last year. He was at the four ball last year with Justin Tereshko as his partner. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, I think I saw some pictures on Instagram and I was like, hold on. Did Joe Durant Monday qualify or whatever? And then I looked up, I'm like, oh, he won the Canadian Mid-Am. What is right. he doing playing in the Canadian Mid-Am? What else does he have to do that week? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's crazy. That guy plays more golf than Zach Blair. 
Do you think he plays more than David Denham? Yes. Easily? Easily. It's not even close. Joe Dorini plays more golf than most tour players. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah, you're right. Um, I don't He's know. In it. You, get, you get quite a few Canadian people. I mean, I'm looking through the field. I don't know who they – I wish that they put flags next to them. I'm sure somebody has it. Man, but, did uh, they give Corey Connors a, the treatment, giving him Dustin Johnson and Jim Furyk on the pairing. Dang, I was going to say Corey Connors is going to be a good pick. They haven't had a Canadian winner since, like, 1950. <laughs> really? Let me see. I got to pull up here. Could you, could you imagine – I mean, I know we're, we're talking about different, but, like, if – an America, uh, a guy from the United States, and not won the U.S. Open since 1950. 1954, Pat Fletcher was the last one to win, last Canadian to win. I mean, we've had a guy from Georgia win it before, since then. Mm-hmm. Big, big purse this week. 1.368 million to the winner. Dang. That's pretty big. That's impressive. Yeah. For for a tournament that's got like such an off field. I mean there's people in here that like who's James Allenby? I've never heard of him. Matthew Anderson. Um I think Matthew Anderson is Canadian. Oh. So there's a lot of Canadians in here? Yeah, yeah, so is James Allenby. So if you go to the field tab on PJ Tour, it gives you oh, the flags. And then you get rid of the See, I go to the, um, I just go to the list name. Yeah, if you go to PJ Tour app and click on the field, it'll okay. give you, like, a like lot of the people, the... a lot of people that you don't recognize are Canadians. I could guess some of them based on their, based on their names. You know who's playing, too? Making, like, a, I think it's his pro debut. Ooh, Zach, might be my, might Zach be my pick. you? No, he is making a pro pro debut too. But Colin Morikawa. Was oh, this his pro debut? Yeah, he'd he'd be good value for somebody's DraftKings this week. Yeah, so Colin Morikawa is from University of California. Just graduated. I guess he got a sponsor invite. But he's yeah. the number, or he was the number one amateur in the world. He qualified for the U.S. Open too. Mm-hmm. And he, he lost in the web event last year. He shot like 66-63 on the weekend, lost in a playoff. What? As an amateur? Yeah, as an amateur. Oh, wow. That dude's got game. Obviously. I mean, he could come out and make a splash pretty quickly. We're just giving you a lot of value. A lot of value there. Corey Connors is a good value. He's a ball striker, Canadian. Going to have the crowd on his side. Hard to bet against Dustin Johnson this week. Defending champ. He's leading the field in like every category. Different Building golf course though. Yeah, but it's a ball striker's paradise and he's doing pretty good this year with his stats on that. Are you going to pick Matt Kuchar? Maybe. Well, let's go ahead and give your picks. My picks? So I get two picks? Yeah. Man, well, I'm going. You can just throw I'm in. Going I'm going Furyk and Dustin Johnson. Hmm. Furyk? Yeah. I don't like that pick. 
That's you don't have to. And Dom, I get three. <laughs> well, I will take Rory, Sergio, and B Todd. Is anybody having a more disappointing year than Rory McElroy? Maybe Sergio. You don't really expect anything out of Sergio anymore, though. I'm expecting like big things out of him this week. Why? He doesn't. He just celebrated his wedding anniversary. He's not focused. I don't know that Rory's year has been disappointing. He's ranked fourth in the FedEx Cup. I mean. Yeah, but it didn't come close to anything in the Masters. Did he miss a cut at Bethpage? <laughs> no, he finished top ten. He backed into top ten at Bethpage? Yes, he shot like 69-69 on the weekend to finish ninth. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, hold on. Just just talking about Rory, I mean, it's just amazing, just expectations. And I agree. People think he's had a disappointing year. He's played 12 events. He has nine top tens. He was killing it. You know what? <laughs> he's, I take that he's made, statement. He's, he's made $5.3 million this year. What was I saying there? <laughs> he killed it through the Winter Series out on the West Coast swing and everything. Oh. He, he won an event, didn't he? Yeah, he's got a win. Nice call, JP. <laughs> 12 events, nine top tens. That that disappointing. Strong, Anybody that wouldn't disappoint. <laughs> But I mean, honestly, it, it it sticks to the Masters. He 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 did not play well at the Masters. I think he finished twentieth or twenty first, and then Beth Page. You thought he missed the cut. He did finish ninth, but I mean, he was never in contention. And I mean, it's just that's where people expect him to play well. Yeah. And if he don't play well in the majors, then people think he's had a bad year. Nobody. Nobody cares about WGC events and all that jazz that the TV wants you to care about. Yeah, they say, I mean, I sit there and pretend like I do care. And here I am thinking he hasn't even showed up or played a PGA Tour event. <laughs> nine top Jeez. tens in 12 events. Nine top tens in 75% of his events. Man, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I can't believe we're almost halfway done with the or three fourths of the way done with the majors. Yeah, we got the got the U.S. Open coming up next week. That's pretty exciting. I'm pumped so, for the U.S. Open. I was not pumped for the PGA, but I'm pumped for the U.S. Open. You are well because B Todd's playing. Yeah, but I'd be pumped for the U.S. Open anyway, and, and hopefully we're going to get B Todd to be able to talk to us for a little bit next week. You think during a major week? Yeah, he loves auto press. I don't know. I man, that makes me nervous. I mean, you're texting him at nine thirty at night. I'm not gonna text him next week. About your golf swing. That was an off week. <laughs> it gets his mind off his game. Well, if it doesn't come through, then then it doesn't come through. But hopefully, we can get some boots on the ground from the U.S. Open. He's there for the people. Yeah. Who, who's caddying for him in Canada? I don't know. I don't think he knew that you were two hours away. And well, but you don't have anyway. a passport. Yeah, I'd be screwed. That's what Trevor called me yesterday, and he's like, man. Trevor Sluman. Trevor Sluman. He's like, man, I just missed by a shot. 
I was going to fly you up here. I'm like, well, you don't have to fly me. I'm in Rochester. No way. Oh, my God. That makes me even more mad. And I'm like, I couldn't have come anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that, how embarrassing would that be? Finally get a call to caddy in a PGA Tour event and I can't go because my passport's out of date. That would not be your proudest moment. That's like jump on train tracks material. That's <laughs> just a joke. That was just a joke. Bad joke. Can't make those jokes. Ah. Maybe well, we remove that. Well, have you got an auto press move <laughs> of the week? Auto press move of the week. Um, can I auto press myself? Always. So I'm. I played in a tournament this weekend. The tournament of champions. It's an event up here in Rochester, and I had my brother come out and caddy for me on Sunday. And I, I get pretty into it, you know. I'm, but I don't get angry. But like, I get like, oh, like emotional. Yeah. There was this point. I, I, it was a tough golf course, and there was this point where I had to hit a shot into the par five, and it was like a make or break moment. I was going for his par five, you know. And I held it out to the right with my three iron, and. I was just looking up at the sky and just frustration and then the ball bounces off rocks and I take my club and I just kind of throw it at the ground a little aggressively and it catches the grip end and boomerangs and goes about 25 feet into a swamp. <laughs> so I had to go into the swamp to get my club and Ben has pictures of me going in the swamp and I had to change shoes at the turn and everything. So you had to go into the swamp to get your club? Yeah. That's, that's definitely... I guess we could I guess I could post that picture on the auto press. Yeah, it sounds like you should. Yeah, that's that's pressing myself. Who took a picture of it? My brother. Nice. And the thing is it wasn't even like like I've thrown golf clubs in my day. I promise you. I think a lot of people have, but I wasn't even like trying to do it. It was just like a reaction, like, oh I just needed that shot, you know, and I just kinda chucked it at the ground a little bit not trying to throw it into a swamp <laughs> so I'll, I'll go ahead and auto press myself that's mm -hmm. that's definitely worth auto pressing what about you anything actually I'm auto pressing Hank Haney Hank Haney there you go for I'm up. not only for his first comments where he just sounded like a buffoon but then doubling down on it and saying that he um you know he knew what he was doing and then going after tiger come on tiger didn't say anything about women or anything mm -mm. I, all right that's what I'll i got go beat todd this week absolutely I'll throw this auto press uh, JP in the in the weeds. <laughs> Definitely. Multi multi part series coming up to the auto press Instagram. Hold on, what do you have next week? You got the Monroe Amateur, don't you? Monroe's next week. Yeah, kids start coming in Sunday. Is that a big week for you? Very big week for me. It'll be long. I'll be up at. 4.30 every day out dotting pins and trying to make people happy and made a big rule change today actually good luck making people happy made a big rule change today what happened 
I don't know how many years ago it was, but for some reason the committee implemented a pants only rule. Oh, yeah. Which when I played, it was pants only. Really? Yeah. I get it if you're somewhere like Pine Valley or like rural Montreal or, you know, somewhere where that's what the rule that they have. But like, we're a family golf club. Why are we doing pants only? You can wear shorts in the US Amateur, the NCAA, the Western, the Porter Cup. Like, <laughs> let's get let's get on board. You can wear you can wear shorts in the practice rounds of PGA Tour events now. Do you get much opposition? At first, but I kind of pushed, and I was like, "All these events are doing it. What are we doing?" God. My dad's not happy about it. Oh no! He, he resigned last year, so he's out. But he was oh. pissed today about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you forced him off, and then I didn't force him off. He quit on his own, <laughs> and then made a, and then changed the rule he didn't like. Yeah, well, he always he wears pants no matter what, anyway. But why? I mean, none of these other kids want to wear pants. Why would you yourself? Yeah. I, mean, I think I like okay. it. That's a, hey, if the PGA Tour will let you wear pants in practice rounds. Shorts. Or, sorry, will let you wear shorts in the practice rounds, then just get over it. Yeah. If you can wear it, if you can do it in the U.S. Amateur or the NCAA, we're not above them. That's a, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a fun week for me. Well, when you when you coming back to Georgia? I don't know. I leave on Father's Day to go to Texas for a golf camp for like eight days, and then I fly back to Rochester on the twenty fourth, and then uh, sometime after that I drive back down. Probably play if there's a Tuesday night golf on July second. I'll probably play in that one. Man, all right. Well, we're a month away. I think, or is that? Would that be June thirty first? I don't know the no, dates. No, July second. July second's the next next one that I'm able to play. Yeah. How's that work? Thirty days, half September, April, June, and November. My birthday's Monday the first. That's right. Mhm. So I'll probably come down and hopefully I'll be down there for that. We'll I'll leave a- like the Friday or Saturday. I don't know. We'll figure it out. A big celebration. Get back in yeah. Get back in studio. I mean, we're both off-site tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't sound like you are. Work in progress. I got all of my equipment. I mean, you texted yeah. me today, and you're like, we doing a show? Did you take your equipment? I'm like, of Well, I course. didn't know, because I was, I was texting Stuart a lot yesterday, trying to get lines on Jason Duffner and just a bunch of random stuff, and then I thought somehow Stuart got mad at me. So, or either that or he just fell off the face of the earth so I texted him today to see if he was okay and he's like sorry I'm on vacation I had a little too much fun yesterday and forgot to get back to you but yeah I got all my stuff down here yeah. I didn't know he was on vacation yeah yeah big moves well enjoy that tell everybody I said hello and uh let's go beat Todd this week that's right we'll catch up right, next man. week see yep. see ya